0: In a recent study, 73% of independent musicians reported having experienced mental health issues. Now, traditionally, the rock and roll lifestyle was filled with late nights, partying, addiction, and substance abuse. We're on a mission here to change that. And sadly, there's still a stigma around mental health. May is National Mental Health Awareness Month in Canada, and this month's episodes are focused on informing you how to navigate your health professionally. Keep in mind, the thoughts and views that you hear on the show are that of the speakers and in no way should replace the professional guidance of your trusted healthcare practitioner. If you or someone you know is in an emergency crisis situation, please dial 988 in Canada and the US, 999 in the UK, and 131114 in Australia. As a friendly reminder... If you get any value out of this show, please consider giving back by sharing your favorite episode out with someone that you care about. You could even leave a five-star rating and honest review, or you could subscribe to the E! News to be the first to know all things under the radar. I send out weekly tips covering everything from health and wealth to creativity, purpose, and how to better your relationships. Mental health is health, folks. The body, mind, and spirit work together as a holistic unit And by the end of the month, it's my goal to make the resources, the tools, and the experts more accessible for you to live a healthy, active, and purposeful life. And together, we can all crush the stigma. Now, let's get to the show. The river surging course, uninterrupted current, headwater, channel, mouth. Can they be divided? That, my friends, was an excerpt on time from the book 365DAO, Daily Meditations. And today is part one of a four-part mini-series all about time management. Let's do this thing. Welcome to... Under the radar, another episode here Secrets to Success for the Independent Musician. I'm your host, Mike the Schwartz, the artist formerly known as the Rock Doctor, still undisputed champion of musician wellness. And today, uh, we've got a great show. We really do. This is part one of a four part series I wanted to put together discussing the importance of time management. And how it relates to energy management and what are the real differences? Because this is a common thing as a musician, as a creative. I know that I've experienced for sure over my entire career on how to block things off, how to prioritize, how to get, uh, stuff done, you know? And at the same time, how to make best use of that time. You know, when I'm feeling like I really want to write a song, but I've also got seven other different things that aren't songwriting, Um, how do I navigate that? And if you're anything like me, distractions play a big part of it. Commitments to other people, other priorities in life—that plays another big part of it. And we're going to discuss all of that here today. Today's uh, part one is really just an overview of the entire series, so you have a good idea of what we're going to be talking about. So you can tune in or tune out if it's uh, if it's not right for you. Before we get into the show, though, today I wanted to bring to your attention the fact um, that I do this for a living. I help creatives manage their time. Help help them become more productive both on stage and performance but also in all of the other areas of life. And I wanted to spend a time uh, the time in the in the beginning here just to make note that hey guys, if you're struggling with creativity, if you're struggling with productivity, if you want to show up better for the people around you and for yourself, please feel free reach out miketheschwartz.com. Right on the homepage you're going to see Book a call. Book a thirty-three minute call. That's right, thirty-three minutes. I give you an extra three minutes to talk about where you're at. See if uh, if what I offer for for coaching one-on-one. We also do group. I also have music. I've got a lot of resources. I would really, really like to get to know where you're at in your career. Help you make um, the the most out of your your musical career. But also, most importantly, guys, how do we navigate being the brother, the dad, the mom, the the sister, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, the partner, whatever it is in your day-to-day life with the lifestyle of the creative, of the independent musician. How do we bring out that inner rock star? So, again, head to miketheschwartz.com. Look on the homepage, book a call I'd love to sit down and chat with you about your specific needs, where you're at in your career, and how we can help get the most out of your musical career, your independent musicianship. Okay, Um, getting that out of the way. Another thing I wanted to talk about is this. This show is sponsored. We've got um, we've got Brain FM sponsoring this show here specifically, and the reason we've got Brain FM, the reason I advocate so much for Brain FM is it was a website that I just discovered. Um, rather recently, because as I'm sure many of you listening have experienced, it can be very easy. We've got tons of distractions, the phone, we've got people, you know, nagging at us, we've got uh, dogs to walk, we've got you name it, you've got it. There's a lot of stuff that can get in the way of dedicated, focused time to both our craft and all of the other things that we've got in life. And what Brain FM is, is, is a beautiful website, specific music tailored to help. Helping people focus. They've got three different categories. They've got to relax. They've got uh, create and recharge or chill. And then they've also got like a sleep, which is super, super cool. So that, that focus, that chill, all that stuff. We've got the, um, the the relaxation. That's really fun. And then I love using it right before bed just to wind back down. So be sure I'm going to drop in the, uh, the affiliate link. You guys can go score yourselves 30 free days with my uh, affiliate link go try it out, especially if you're finding yourself getting distracted at at work or having a hard time getting past some creative blocks in your own creative practice. Put this music on, bring out the songbook, and watch what happens, okay? Now, getting into today's episode... Like I said, I want to give you a brief overview for today. It'll be relatively quick. We're going to do a little mini series here. We've got four parts to it. Today's part one is really just understanding time and energy management. So I want to briefly introduce the importance of time management for you, the musician, so you have a greater understanding of why this is relevant, okay? So there's there's this thing, time management, and then we've got something that a lot of people don't talk about, energy management. Now, what's the difference, Mike? Well, defining the, the time management. I mean, as it relates to you as a musician is literally just the the blocks of time that you you take to do the certain activities throughout the day. So um, common Common challenges that musicians face, especially myself, um, commitments. I've talked about that already in in the prelude to this. It's uh, we've got this, that, and the other thing. We got to do A, B, C, but we've only got time for X, Y, Z. We've got an appointment over here. We've got a rehearsal over here. We've got to get out and uh, make sure we're getting our activity in. And sometimes it's just nice to chill, right? So, how do we? um, how do we overcome the multiple commitments, the creative blocks? And well, one that we should all be doing a lot more, I think is the consistent practice. How do we make sure that we're showing up each and every day to put in the hours that we need to get better at honing our craft? Okay. When we can navigate the full day, and better prioritize those three different areas. And that's just three. I mean, there's way more. There's way, way more. Those are just three that are common that come up um, in my discussions with coaching clients and such. It's, again, we've got too many commitments. We've we've run into creative blocks. We we just feel like we've got writer's block and we're just not inspired as we once were to pick up the guitar or, or play the drums or whatever it is. And then the the most important one is honestly just with that, putting the time in, dedicated practice time to get better at our craft, okay? Now, that's time management. The difference between that and energy management, energy management is more, think of it this way, It's, it's more about, okay, well, we've got to write a song, but have you guys ever been there? Tell me. I know I have. Have you ever been there? You've been... Yo, I really do. I want to write a song, but you're not in the mood to write a song and you force yourself and then you get frustrated because you're not even in the mood. That is an energy thing that when we talk about energy management, it's managing and optimizing our mental, our emotional and our physical states. Okay. And that doesn't just happen, guys. That's not just a, oh, okay, I'm just going to go write a song now. There are practices that we can cultivate in our day-to-day to to be ready at a a moment's notice to drop into those states, that flow state we all want. There are practices, proven practices, I teach them to get you into that state like that. Okay. And that's what energy management is. And this is so important because it can lead, it will lead to increased productivity and increased creativity. Okay. So when we can, at the drop of a hat, go into our flow state. You know, and, and have the ability to come back out of that and go into our other work. And we'll talk about that in later episodes of this mini-series about um, time blocking and how important it is to keep yourself on one task. But a lot of that comes down to the energy management. So it's one thing to dedicate the time to those activities, but it's also very important, if not more important, to put ourselves into that state of heightened awareness when we do need to go into creativity or when we do need to check out and get out of work and go and be a brother, go and be a friend. How do we get in and out of those states, adjusting our mental, our emotional, and our physical states? And that is the difference between those two. Now, on the next... That's that's about, about it. I, I want to close with an action point because... Um, on the next one, we're going to jump into more in depth uh, the the difference between being effective and being efficient, and that comes straight from my dude. If you caught last show uh, with uh, with Todd Henry, one of the first books that I got into from him um, that was uh, that was recommended to me by a mutual friend, uh, DJ Trip. He, he said, go check out the Accidental Creative. And one of the, the um, philosophies that Todd Henry brings up in his book, The Accidental Creative, is the difference between efficiency and effectiveness. And we're going to talk about that in part two. To close for today, one of the things that I know made a really big difference in looking at time management and energy management was um, I found myself, oftentimes when I was sitting there, I was dreading um, songwriting or rudiment practice or or anything. It, it didn't even necessarily have to be with regards to my music. It could be anything at all. I had to get a project done for work or I had to go and, um, and get some chores done around the house. And one of the things I found was, coming back to the language, I kept on shooting all over myself. I'm saying, yeah, I should, I should probably sit down and write a song. Yeah, I should probably get that workflow started. Yeah, I should probably finish that proposal for that client. Should, 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 should. So you guys know me by now. And if you don't, you will. Grab your magic pen. Okay. I got a bunch right in here. Here we go. Grab that pen. Okay. Grab a piece of paper and write down This is is just a little bit of homework, a little practice for you here today, just to close things off, to put this thing in action. Okay, It's one thing to talk theory. It's another thing to put it into practice. So practice, we're going to write down, I should. That's it. I should. And then fill in the blank. I want you to think about three different things that you should do. One thing that you should do today. One thing that you should do by the end of the week, Friday. And then one thing, like a bigger Bigger grand scheme thing, like maybe it's regarding your your music career. Maybe you should finish that album. Maybe you should start that album. Maybe you should um, line up that tour. Or I know we've got uh, deadlines coming up here in Canada for a lot of the the festivals and a lot of the conferences. Breakout West, Sled Island, things like that. I should put my application in. Okay. Now here's the thing. Write it out. I should. Fill that out. Look at that. It's very important you actually write it down, though. Okay, look at it. Read it out loud. I should finish that song. Or if we're playing the home game, it's Sunday right now. I should do that laundry. I should clean my room. I should go get groceries. Whatever it is. Write that down. Read it out loud. Okay. Take a deep breath in, exhale. What comes up when you read that? What kind of emotions do you feel when you read that? For many of us, it's a feeling of anxiety, a feeling of, Ugh, I don't really wanna do it. Why? Well, multiple reasons. I know for me, I remember being a kid and being told that I should do my homework. I should clean my room. I should, but all I wanted to do is go out and play hockey. Or or go play drums, that's all I wanted to do. So anytime I was told I should, it interfered with what I really wanted to do. So it felt like more of a, a chore than it really needed to and I was less likely to actually do it. So, if you're getting a similar feeling or response, that's cool, we can work with that. Now. Part two on this is, tell me, where do you feel that sensation? What comes up? So when you feel that, if it's anxiety or if it's uh, a little bit of regret, shame, anger, whatever emotion it is, whatever sensation that is, where does it show up in your body? Okay? That part is really interesting. Okay? Okay. And we'll talk about why that's really interesting on another mini-series. However, for the point of uh, of today, let's put that number on a scale. How intense is that feeling? On a scale of 1 to Justin Bieber, which is an 11 for those of you playing at home, <laughs> how intense is that feeling of whatever you're feeling? Where do you feel it in the body and how intense is it? Write these all down, Okay. Now what we're going to do is we're going to get that pen back, okay? And I want you to take that pen, scratch out the word should, and change it to could. Now read that line. See if anything changed. Read it out loud. Deep breath in. Big, long, slow, audible exhale. Now what comes up? Anything change when you switched it from should to could? Oftentimes people go, yeah, it feels like I've got more choice. That's cool. That's the start of agency. We want that. That's cool. That's very cool. So pay attention. Any similar or different sensations? And where is it now on that scale of one to Bieber? Right? Very cool. Now... If you guys want to go one step further, we can do that as well. So grab that pen, scratch out the could, switch it to can. Okay? I can fill out that application to break out West. I can get laundry done. I can go get my groceries. I can go to the gym. Read that out loud. I think you guys are seeing where we're going with this. Not only do you have choice now, you've made a commitment. And that, my friends, is agency right there. Now, we've got a bonus for those that are real brave. And if you paid attention to the last episode with Todd Henry, you know how I like bravery. This is putting it in action. Now, they did a study way back in the day. I forget who did it. I'll, uh, I'll try to find that and throw it into the show notes for anybody that's interested. But they did a study, and you know I'm going to paraphrase it. It basically went like this. They put a bunch of people in Group A, and then they had a bunch of people in Group B. And they told Group A to go in to the grocery store or over to, I think it was a copier store, actually, like a, a, where you make copies of, of documents. And they asked Group A people to just try to cut in line. They would just say, hey, can I cut in line? People were looking at them. Some of them got in. Some of them didn't. It was great. Group B, however, they told to cut in line just like group A, but with a bit of a twist. Said, cut in line, but add a because. Say, hey, can I cut in line? Because I really like to make copies. Hey, can I cut in line? Because I'm late for my dinner party. Hey, could I cut in line because I like to cut in line? It didn't matter what the because was. They just had to use a because. Now, for those of you playing the home game, which group do you think had better success cutting in line? Group A or Group B? Now, if you guessed Group B, bling, ding, 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 ding. Let's see if we got a... uh, Yeah, we got it, guys. Congratulations. (laughs) You are, you are correct. Group B got in more because they were able to sell the person they were cutting in line. Now, I know that sounds, whoa, is that manipulative? No, no, no. You got to sell yourself on getting the shit done. Okay, that's the key to that agency thing. It's one thing to have the ability to say, I can. And then when you attach a because statement to the end of that, you supercharge that thing to the moon. I can finish that application to breakout West because that way I have a better shot at going to breakout West. I can finish laundry today because that way I have clothes for the week. I can get groceries today because then I can eat food this week, which is really good to avoid death or death-like symptoms for the most part. Okay? And what we've just done there, guys, is a practice that I work with all of my one-on-one coaches, coaches, coaching clients, all of my one-on-one clients, all of my group, all of everybody that I get to work with. That's called the should detox. Because the number one thing I found in my own life is that I kept on shooting on myself And that stopped me from achieving the things that I wanted to do with regards to practice, with drums, with asking the girl out, with getting the groceries. There are all these things that were just piling up. And I kept on procrastinating, procrastinating. And little did I know it had everything to do with my language. Now, here's the cool thing about language, folks. Your words, the words that you speak out to people externally and the words that you speak to yourself They're merely just an articulation of the thoughts that you are thinking. Those thoughts over here, pile them up, okay? All those thoughts, pile them up. We're in Canada. We like pancakes. Into a big stack of pancakes, you've got a big stack of pancakes known as a belief system. That belief system is what carries out your action, or in most cases, inaction. So if you're unhappy about where you are, You first must look at what belief system you're subscribed to, which is rooted in the language that you're using. And I learned that through the power of should, the should detox. I should do this. I should do this. I should do this. Well, I should. I'm not gonna. I could, but I'm not gonna. I can. Now I got agency. And here's why I will. Makes a big difference, folks. All right. Try it out. Play it with your partner. <laughs> Let's lock it down for three things. Again, remember, one thing you should do today, one thing you should do by the end of the week, and one bigger, bigger dream. Maybe it's applying for that application for uh, for the festival in the summer that you need to get done now, guys. Maybe it's finishing that album. Maybe it's starting that. Whatever it is, start with should. See how it feels could see how it feels, can see how it feels, attach it because you tell me in the, uh, yeah, you can leave a note. You can, you can go to my, the, the website of the, the podcast. You can share if you like, if you'd rather just find me on Instagram and, and let me know, I would love to know what came up for you. Okay. Hit me up. Mike, the Schwartz on all of the socials. All right. You got links in the, in the show description here today, guys, This has been a blast. I trust you've gotten something out of this. Please feel free. Again, this is the stuff that I do. This is the stuff that I love. This is why I'm back. The artist formerly known as The Rock Doctor, we're back. The undisputed champion of musician wellness, guys. I would really, really love to hear your story and and find out if there is a way that we can work together. Okay? So be sure, again, book a call, MikeTheSchwartz.com. 33 minutes. That's all I'm asking. Let me find out what you're all about. See if it's a good thing. We can get you to unlock that creativity and unleash that inner rock star I know is inside of you. All right. That's it. That's all for today. Again, if you enjoyed this, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, do all the things. If you're watching this on YouTube, I hope this has been entertaining. I've got my blue blockers on for you guys. Hey, blue blockers, you guys want to be uh, uh, the next sponsor, you guys can. Be sure, again, Brain FM, um, click the link, get yourself 30 free days. Guys, this has been a blast. Pay attention. We're going to be dropping uh, part two, again, where we're going to explain more about the difference between effectiveness and efficiency on the next day. But until then, y'all stay. And uh, let, me, let me correct that. But it's a bad word. Well, it's, it's, it's It's a foul language around here. And until next time, y'all stay sweet. All right. Peace.